Great Scott! Marty, we've got a problem! We've got to go back in time and stop Travis Wright and Joel Com from starting the Bad Crypto Podcast! They're going to ruin everything, Marty! The markets are going to crash in January 2018, and it's all Bad Crypto's fault! Doc, gosh, what do you mean? Marty, there's no time for that! We must hurry before all cryptos go to zero! It's mostly Joel Com's fault, but I can't get into that now! Really, Doc? Are you sure it wasn't Travis Wright's fault? No, Marty, listen to me. We've got to go back in time. All right, Doc, I've just installed a new flux capacitor, and I've set the date to July 18th, 2017, the day the first episode of the Bad Crypto Podcast was released. I hope it's set to 1.21 gigawatts, Marty. We're going to need all the power we can muster for episode 153 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. We've got to go bad, Marty. Bad to the future. Five, four, three, two, one, two, Who's bad? And we are going back to the future, even though it's back to the past, and I still think it's not my fault. It's totally your fault. Mm. Well, I did say yes. It was your suggestion, but I said yes to the Bad Crypto Podcast, which you are listening to right now. It's episode number 153, badco.in forward slash 153 for the show notes. And we are leading up to our birthday, our first birthday. And so we thought that the next few episodes, we would do something a little different and yet the same. Yeah, because we've had, you know, a few of those really early episodes uh, we really were setting the foundations of what was going on in the space, right? So in this episode, we're really talking about um, the journey we're going on, talking about crypto in general. Uh, the next episode, uh, we talked about what is Bitcoin? How does it work? What's the properties of it? The next one was we talked about blockchain. Then the fork happened. So there was a couple of episodes where we were talking about the fork. And then we got into uh, an episode about wallets and how to secure your stuff. And so we're going to re- we're going to revisit a couple of those episodes leading up to because today we're launching this on the 14th and then the 15th, 16th and 17th. We're going to have these reprise episodes. And then on the 18th, we'll have a big uh, birthday anniversary uh, podcast that will that will come out on the 18th. Mm-hmm. And you guys get to celebrate with us. In fact, if you are coming to Denver, we're going to be excited to see you. And if you haven't made plans yet, love to have you. Downtown Denver is the place to be on July 18th. Badco.in forward slash birthday is where you sign up for your free tickets. Venue still to be determined. Um, you will be the events free. You'll be responsible for your own food and drinks and uh, bring me presents. Travis doesn't want any. And um, and uh, don't bring green M and M's because Mister Jocom does not like green M and M's. He likes Skittles. It's so, it's yeah. I like to stack my Skittles. That's that's really that's really hard to do. It's like one of those like Zen things when you like stack those rocks and they get all pretty looking. Like how skill. many Skittles can you stack? Yeah, skill Skittles Skittle stacking. I want to watch this. I want to I want to watch a video of you doing that, Mister Jocom. Quick quick shout out to our sponsor, New Alchemy. Of course, they are a blockchain strategy and tech group. They specialize in ICO services. These guys have a strategic partnership with a FINRA licensed broker dealer and Toro Capital. They work with them to offer integrated solutions for blockchain securities. And Toro's technology-enabled investment bank and broker dealer services combined with New Alchemy's blockchain tech and advisory services 
services is the game changer that companies who are looking to issue tokens, this is this is what they're waiting for. It's a regulated securities environment. The world is changing and you need to know what you're doing. Go with the guys who know how to lead you down this path. Newalchemy.io is the website. And uh, we're, we're going to go back in time, Travis, because it was July 16th, almost a year to the day, that you half-jokingly suggested that we start a show. And uh, within seconds, I messaged you back saying, not jokingly at all, that yes, we had to do a show. And two days later, episode number one, which you can still find at badco.in forward slash 001, was released where we talked about why we were starting a show. And uh, so we're going to replay that in its entirety as our feature today. And I think it's going to be not only entertaining, but it's going to be instructive because you're going to see what, you know, what were we talking about a year ago? What were the prices of Bitcoin at this time? What was our knowledge level? Uh, I, I think it's going to be fascinating to go back and, and rehear it. Yeah. And many people have never heard those episodes because those earlier ones were hard to get to on some of the different uh some of the different you know podcast players we recently uh got our got our editor to to go in and actually extend the amount of of episodes that could be shown because it was basically just showing by default the last 100 so those first mm -hmm. episodes weren't or th those were gone and actually uh we mentioned this uh on on the last uh the last ico spotlight but we have on the on episode of the spotlight uh what was it 36 that was actually our 200th program that we have created the 200th show not the 200th episode but we've created 200 different so shows confusing. <clears throat> so yeah confusing. It, it is confusing we've done that in a year so that's pr pretty crazy we've created over 200 pieces of content and uh, in less than 365 days mr joel com that's like one le that's less than one every two days we're creating well, I think that you guys are going to find this entertaining. Let's go back in time to July 18th, 2017, episode number one of the Bad Crypto Podcast. And it is the Bad Crypto Podcast. And I am Joel Com. I'm here along with, who are you? I am Travis Wright. And yeah, uh, yeah this is a really bad podcast. This is, it's, it's. It's not just a bad podcast, it's a bad <laughs> crypto podcast. The show for people like uh, myself and Travis who are trying to figure out this world of cryptocurrency, blockchain, Bitcoin, the future of digital payments. And really, this show was born out of a newfound passion that both Travis and I have for cryptocurrency. Yes, this addiction right here is it's 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 seemingly a costly one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it can be, but we uh, we got turned on to cryptocurrency really just a few months ago. And I don't know about you, but um, actually, I do know because you've told me both of us heard about crypto years ago, and we both kind of ignored the um our friends and peers that said you should look at bitcoin and now we regret it don't we yeah you know i started i noticed it i believe it was 2010 2011 when it was really inexpensive and i had i did some research on it and i was like how do you mine i want to mine this looks i i guess i got a mine i don't know how to mine but let's see if i can figure it out and i finally did figure it out 
And, uh, and then I, I was able to mine about 55 uh, Bitcoin over time, but then that computer crashed and I was unable to get that 55 Bitcoin off of that drive. still haven't. The, the drive is, is toast. Uh, maybe someday it'll be able to get those off of there. I'm not sure. But, um, and that was a challenge. And then I was like, cuss words. And then I was like, well, I'm done with this for a while. And then 2013 happened. Right. And then, so I was, I was and then the big, huge spot. And I was like, all right, time to get involved again. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, you never buy when it's on its way up. You want to get those dips. And, uh, and then over time, I think, you know, I bought some of these, bought some of those, sold those, got out of it, ignored it for a couple of years. And here we are again. <laughs> well, and just to put things in perspective for people, if you had invested a hundred dollars in Bitcoin five years ago, it would be worth what thirty million dollars today. Yeah. I think they said if you had invested a hundred dollars in two thousand ten, it would be worth seventy million today. But that was when Bitcoin was near three three thousand dollars. So probably somewhere, depending on when you bought it. I mean, it, it's grown exponentially. It's huge and. A lot of people are probably kicking themselves in the butt that they did not figure it out. However, we're still early. I mean, really, we're early adopters in this whole thing uh, because there's so many new, these alternative altcoins popping up and Ethereum just skyrocketed recently. And, you know, all these other coins, Litecoin now sitting at head, you know, it's steady at over $40 for the most part, right? So right. it's really fascinating to watch. Now, now we might be losing some people already that are going, wait, Litecoin, Bitcoin, and what do you guys even talking about and let's face it the whole cryptocurrency realm is still in the early adopter phase and the reason that you and i are doing this podcast is because most of the pointy heads out there that are talking about cryptocurrency are people who have been inside they're miners they're people who have invest been investing for years they speak a language that confuses a lot of people and we are cryptocurrency newbies figuring this out as we go and so we thought, you know, what if Travis and I just had our discussions um, and recorded them and were able to help those that are wanting to get into cryptocurrency understand in layman's terms what this is all about and uh, bring you the news, bring you some of the things that we see as uh, trends in crypto and play a little game along the way, which we'll talk about and just have a lot of fun doing it so if you guys are in then we're here with you what do you say you know i say let's rock and roll because you know what uh, when i look at when i look at the state of technology and i i host the venture beat podcast every week with Stuart rogers and we're always talking about what's happening in technology what's new what's going on and you know for the for the whole part of this year starting in january there's there's been a ton of artificial intelligence companies and machine learning companies popping up um, you know, there's so many different IoT, Internet of Things, uh, you know, connectivity devices that are connecting to the net, right? 5G, uh, which everybody will have between a 20 and 30 gigabit connection to every device they have, including their toothbrush, right? So, I mean, the world is changing at a rapid pace, you know, artificial intelligence and robots and, and cryptocurrency is one of the things that it's inevitable. It's not going to go away. It's a digital currency. Printing dollars is not an efficient means of, you know, transferring money. And it's mostly digital on these screens. And the thing about fiat currency, which is what we have in America, right, with the dollar, is they can just print. They just turn on the printer and print $100 bills all day long for $0.06 cents a piece. And that's one thing that really gets me about cryptocurrency, specifically Bitcoin and 
Litecoin and some of those others is there's a finite amount of them, right? There's only going to be 21 million Bitcoin ever. There's only right. going to be okay. 80, yeah, 84 million Litecoin ever. That's a good. That's a good point. And maybe this is a a, a good point to kind of uh, thinking linearly about this. And let's let's assume that. Um, everybody listening could be at the same place that we were maybe just a few months ago going, okay, wait, what is this? I don't really quite get it. Why don't we hit on the basics of what cryptocurrency actually is? Because it's so easy to get lost in the whole mining language, right? And and mm-hmm. people, I saw a post uh, online just before we went live here of somebody saying they bought a Bitcoin from somebody for $3 on eBay and they wanted to sell it. And the person asked, well, wait, how did they deliver it to you? And the person says, I ha- I'm holding it in my hand. <laughs> so they actually bought something physical that isn't actually a Bitcoin, that it, there is no physical um, currency that exists. So Travis, why don't you try and explain in the most basic layman's terms, what is uh, Bitcoin? Right. Um, Well, that's great. So this is the the bad crypto podcast. So, you know, this is our understanding of how it is currently, (laughs) right? And and I guess it it pays (laughs) to say that we could be wrong. In fact, some of the things that you're going to hear us say um, just might be right out false. And we just don't know because we don't know what we know. So we're counting on you and our audience. Uh, If you have a correction for us, we're going to own up each week to what we messed up and and let you know hey you know we we totally missed the mark on this thanks to whoever for setting the record straight and i guess i also need to say that neither one of us are investment professionals please do not take any of what we um say as recommendations for purchases for you to invest your money uh we are held harmless (laughs) for any decisions you make with your own money do your own due diligence please okay what is bitcoin do your own due diligence, which is really what life is all about, I find. You know, you got to remain curious about things you don't know, things that are interesting and inspiring to you. Take time to learn. And, you know, anytime you get anything, any information from any place, you really have to say, well, you know, is, is this, do we know this to be true? A lot of times you see stuff on the media and you don't know, do we know this to be true? Well, they're telling it to us. So you got to do your own research. You have to be a critical thinker, right? And so to get into cryptocurrency, what is cryptocurrency? So it's, it's an encrypted, decentralized digital currency, right? And so these coins and this, this currency can be transferred between people and confirmed in a public ledger, right? So there's no way to fake any of these transactions. Once one of these transactions happen, it goes into a public ledger, and then due to the process known as mining, these these transactions are then verified multiple times from multiple people. Then once it's verified, boom, that transaction is then complete. It's been verified, right? So it's trackable. It's there. There's no room for fraud in this, is what I'm hearing. Well, there's there's been some discussions on that. It would it would to to fraud to to create fraud within this. You would need to, you know, 
uh, randomly hack multiple people's computers at all times without knowing who are the ones that are actually verifying your transaction, right? So it's it's the the possibility of this getting hacked is uh, is zero for the most part, right? So there's these public ledgers; these are all confirmed transactions from the start of a cryptocurrency's creation. They're all stored in this public ledger, and the identities of those coins they're encrypted. And uh, the system, they, it uses other cryptographic techniques as well to sort of ensure the legitimacy of this record keeping. So in a sense, there's a finite amount of them. All transactions are publicly verified, right? Meaning there will be no more counterfeit money. There will be no uh, you know, scenario where you can just print as many $100 bills as you want for six cents, right? And just keep printing them. There's a finite amount of them, which means in theory, over time, the value of a Bitcoin is only going to increase. And the thing that a lot of people may not understand is you can buy a fraction of a Bitcoin. You can buy like a 0.001, right? You can that like that small. Like a 0.0000000001, right? Oh, 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 no, you didn't. Oh, 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 it's my O face. Yeah, so you know, you people like right now, Bitcoin is hovering around twenty three hundred dollars right now, and people like, well, I don't have twenty three hundred dollars. No, but if you got five hundred, whatever five hundred dollars would buy, you get a fractional uh, piece of a Bitcoin. Point so two it Bitcoins. doesn't. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's not like um, you know a dollar bill. You can't tear that into fractions and go, well, I got a half dollar and hand them half a dollar bill. That's you know, you've just you're, you've handed them nothing. Right. Uh, so Bitcoin it's sort of like the old different. Spanish. Uh, what is it? The piece of eight where they would like take their silver and cut it down. And here's my piece of my eight matey. (laughs) And and here's what, uh, you know, everybody needs to understand is that with us moving from centralized fiat printed money that the government can print at will with no limit to it. We're moving to this decentralized currency that has hard limits. Therefore supply and demand comes into play yeah you say there's only how many millions of bitcoins ever there will be only 21 million but currently there's like 15 and a half million or so bitcoins out there minus the 55 that i lost (laughs) right they're 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 gone forever right i mean they don't like return to the mothership those bitcoins are just they're gone it's like if you were to go into your grandmother's attic you know, and discover this stash of cash that had been there all along, um, you know, that didn't return into the money supply until you found it. So if Travis manages to find those 55 Bitcoins that, by the way, would be worth $126,000 if you were able oh, to locate that. That hurts me. That hurts me when you, when you say it like that, Mr. Jolcom. I, I don't mean to hurt your heart uh, as we discuss this. So, uh, you know, as we talk about this supply being limited, there are predictions out there. And if we haven't gotten your attention yet, um, this might get your attention. There are predictions out there from many that are in banking or in technology, um, including, I think, Bill Gates, right, predicted that eventually Bitcoin might hit. Wait for it. Make sure you're sitting down a million dollars per coin per coin that's mind-blowing to me dollar dollar bills y'all uh yeah it's really interesting and then just in fact so over this past weekend you know cryptocurrency as a whole 
you know, and even actually in, in the month of July, it's been sort of on a slow, you know, steady downturn, which is actually a nice dip, which I like these because then you can actually, you know, get some of these coins at, at a much lower rate and your returns can be much higher. I, I don't mind these dips, but, um, uh, John McAfee, the, the founder of McAfee Antivirus and Securities, right? He said this, he goes, he, he sent out a tweet yesterday saying, wow, Bitcoin is bouncing back fast from its technical correction. And then somebody said something to him. Then he goes, wow, Bit, Bitcoin's low of 1800 yesterday simply could not be maintained. In the long term, Bitcoin moves above $500,000 within three years. Any bets? And then somebody yeah. goes, I'll take a bet. <laughs> well, and, and what his reply was yeah. um, about it hitting five hundred thousand within three years was NSFW. So uh, put your hands over the kitty's ears right now, Travis. What did he tweet in reply? Yeah, yeah. So, so a dude messages back. He goes, "Wait, so one Bitcoin five hundred thousand dollars within three years?" McAfee messages back. He goes, "Yes. If not, I will eat my dick on national television." <laughs> Oh my gosh, McAfee! He's a he's a nutball, but you know he followed up um, yesterday with announcing that he is launching his own cryptocurrency, the McAfee coin. Now, I think um, you know we talk a lot about Bitcoin, but what people need to understand is there is actually something like eight hundred different cryptocurrencies that are now available for trading on the market. Um, from the biggest ones being Bitcoin, um, Litecoin, which is, you know, if Bitcoin is gold, then Litecoin is silver. There's an analogy that a lot of people use to Ripple, to Dat, which is uh, which is actually centralized by the banks, to Dash, which ops, which is seeking to be like a um, think of it like of a PayPal, you know, form of crypto, right? That make it really easy to have like a, a Dash card that you swipe to make your payments uh, to tons, hundreds of other coin offerings and cryptocurrencies that are out there that each seek to solve a different problem that will benefit from uh, blockchain technology. And, and I don't want to get overly technical here in this first one because there's really so much to talk about and this will give us something to talk about you know, each week. But I think just letting people know that there's more than Bitcoin um, and there's more opportunity is important. And Travis, I want to talk really briefly for those that are newbies. What is the easiest way for somebody to um, get involved and to purchase, say, Bitcoin or Litecoin or Ethereum? Right. Well, I think the easiest way is to there's a there's a, a couple of exchanges that are available that you can, you know, connect your credit card or connect your bank account to to transfer money. One of which is Coinbase. Uh, there's another one called Kraken. Uh, there's another one called Bittrex. You know, there's a few out there. I think uh, Poloniex is one I believe you're using as well. Uh, one thing I like to actually do as a resource is there's a website called CoinMarketCap.com. And if you go to CoinMarketCap.com slash currencies, it will actually show you all 809 different currencies that are currently being traded uh, within uh, you know the, the, within these various different exchanges, and so you can buy them with dollars, you can buy them with euros, with you know yen, you can buy them with won, you can buy them with other cryptocurrencies as well. A lot of them will trade. You can trade Bitcoin for them, or you can trade other coins for them. So 
There's all kinds of different ways you can get into it. The easiest way is to probably Coinbase at first. That's, that's what's recommended normally for noobs. And uh, if you're interested in that, there's a link in our show notes for that as well. So Right. And we, we're not affiliated with uh, any of these exchanges and not being compensated currently uh, to, uh, you know, to share this information with you. Though if Coinbase does want to send us some Bitcoin for additional mentions, we can be bought. Um, <laughs> but we're, we're customers. And um, Coinbase.com seems to be the easiest way. But there's only three currencies that you can purchase on Coinbase, and they are Bitcoin, uh, Litecoin, and Ethereum. And I think we'll probably get into Ethereum on on another episode. Uh, but you know, one of the cool things about this is most of the other exchanges you don't buy with um, fiat currency, with dollars or euro. You purchase with other current with other cryptocurrencies so often what i'll do is i'll buy some bitcoin and i'll then send that bitcoin to another account on a different exchange and from that account i then have access to many of these other uh, cryptos that i like to dabble around with like stratus or steam or or dogecoin which is you know the meme coin there's just there's a lot of different ways to do that and again more technical than i think we should probably get on this uh, first one out, but Coinbase is a good starter place. Mm-hmm. You're making me dizzy with all these buzzwords already. I'm sure some people are like, what in the hell is Fandango thing these guys talking about? I don't understand it. <laughs> right. Well, and we, and we are figuring it out, um, you know, as we go. And what's amazing to me is in a few months, I feel like I can speak way more authoritatively about cryptocurrency and, and and I've already got friends asking me about it and they're like, well, wait, wait, where, what do I do? Where do I put my money? And I'm like, well, first of all, I am not a licensed financial advisor. I take no responsibility for what you do with your money. Uh, but if I were to get started, then I would look at Coinbase as a place to, as a beginner and, and then start watching videos, right? There's a lot of videos, you know, watch out for the hypesters, but at the same time, balance it out with uh, with reality i just i sent you an article travis that i want us to look at together it's in your uh, your facebook messenger mm-hmm. and it's called the bitcoin economy in perspective um, and what this says is that the total amount of money in the world money okay all money is 84 trillion dollars and the gold market cap is 8.2 trillion dollars. Bill Gates net worth is 86 billion and currently and this could have changed as of today but when this article was written Bitcoin's market cap was 41 billion. And what this article intends to do is to demonstrate how Bitcoin has so much room to grow that even at 41 billion it's just a fraction of the 84 trillion of all money. Um, that is available in the world. Mm-hmm. And today it's actually at $39 billion because it had a dip and it's had a rebound. I mean, it got down to $1,800 per coin. Now it's at twenty three sixty five. So uh, these these numbers are, are, are fluctuating, right? And then if you look at that, is, that is a great article, and that will be in our show notes as well. But if you take a look at that and you see, like, wow, the total value of gold is 200 times the total value of Bitcoin. And and that's what's really interesting about this is that because Joel and I have been 
having lots of conversations on Facebook and even phone conversations over the past couple of months, just talking about this stuff and sort of ramping ourselves up. And we said, you know what? We're having some pretty interesting conversations here. I bet other people would maybe like to hear some of our perspective on this as well as this you know, clearly becomes uh, an integral part of our society over time, right? It's, it's not quite there right now. It's not, most people don't understand it. Most people don't grasp it. They're not buying things with, with Bitcoin and, and Ethereum as much. However, there are a few protocols that have been developed and you're going to start seeing more retail shops, more e-commerce shops accepting Bitcoin because of this protocol called Bcoin. And Bcoin is this protocol that enables, uh, you know, uh, e-commerce shops and retailers to accept Bitcoin as a payment. Then what happens is, is whatever that value is of Bitcoin is at that particular time, immediately it gets sort of transferred over and they get the cash if they so choose to do that, right? But what I find is really interesting is the people who were building Bcoin protocol are also now beginning to build an L-coin protocol, which will enable Litecoin to be easily uh, used as a currency on multiple different e-commerce sites and, and retail. And Joel, can you imagine how big these prices are probably going to skyrocket once Amazon finally says we're going to accept Bitcoin and Litecoin as payment methods? Well, I, yes, I, I can see it. And also what happens when these coins are fully mined and there's no more being distributed into the marketplace? Then it is pure supply and demand. And I think that's why we're seeing these predictions of it going sky high. Now, you know, I want to set the stage a little bit from my perspective because, you know, Travis, again, was looking in and mining Bitcoin several years ago. Uh, for me, I missed it. But, you know, over my 22 years in technology, I've got a tendency to play with the new toys before everybody else. And, you know, I built a website back in 95. I sold a site to Yahoo in 1998. I did an iPhone app that hit number one in, in 2008. And again and again, I've been on the front lines. You know, I was I wrote the first book about Twitter in 2008, you know, that became a bestseller. And, and I, I see a pattern. Um, this is not to brag on me at all. It's to say that I see that same pattern evolving, unfolding now when I look at crypto for cryptocurrency. For me, I'm looking at this and going, this smells really familiar to what I've seen in the past. And so if you're asking, hey, why is this internet marketer and author and speaker doing this podcast on cryptocurrency? It's because I am fascinated with it and I see it as being huge, huge with with a why and mm -hmm. uh, and that's why that's why I'm here because I'm excited about this and you know we want to know what you guys think we've set up uh, we're getting a website set up at badcryptopodcast.com if you want to email us the email is live at badcryptopodcast at gmail.com on twitter at badcrypto and on facebook at bad crypto because we want to know what you guys think we want to know what your questions are we would love to build a community of crypto enthusiasts, especially those that are smelling what we're stepping in here, right? That have a bit of the same vision and go, you know what? I keep hearing about this Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and I don't get it, but there's something happening here and I want to track with these fellas. Absolutely. You know, it's been, it's been completely fascinating to watch to see how these things are growing and one of the things that really sort of stuck out with me 
was, you know, watching what, what people were calling an ICO. So there's, there's startups that are doing this thing called an initial coin offering or a token generation event. Oh, I see what they did there. Like an IPO. Like an IPO. An ICO. Okay, go on. Yes, yes. And so that's why there's so many different, you know, cryptocurrencies now is that, you know, with with Bitcoin and Ethereum, uh, and specifically Ethereum, which we'll talk more about in, in different episodes, you know, you can build all these different apps and smart contracts on top of this protocol, right? So the blockchain is really the the disruptor in all of this because that blockchain is that ledger that public ledger that shows you what transactions have occurred and offers radical transparency right and that's what's missing in a lot of areas of our you know our whole civilization and especially in in you know with with, with our economy is there's not a lot of transparency there's some when it's mandated right but this right here really allows you to see that how fraud can take place and how you can eliminate it by this blockchain and and, and how they call this what a blockchain really means is every time there's these transactions uh, specifically on Bitcoin, is every 15 minutes, all of the transactions that happen with people sharing or, or trading or um, you know buying something with Bitcoin, every 15 minutes, those transactions then go into this block, and Bitcoin has a block size of about one megabyte, right? So right, what's happening now is there's so many transactions, not all of them are fitting in within that 15-minute window. and uh, But they're in this block, they're in this block, and then... All those miners then go through and then verify all of those transactions within the block. And then whenever those transactions are then verified, boom, uh, another little bit of Bitcoin then gets released to the to those miners who were helping solve those problems, right? Now, when you're talking miners, you're not talking about, you know, slave child labor, right? <laughs> no, we're talking about people with powerful computers that are sitting there, you know, verifying these transactions. And so there's some now, of those I elements still, that we know. I, I'm going to be candid. I still don't get mining, and we're going to dig into this. Go oh, see what I did there. I don't get mining. We're going to dig in. Yes, we're going to chip yes. away at it, and and we're going to figure this out because it is. I have this really vague understanding, and it is cryptic, which is you know why. And I guess that's why they call it cryptocurrency because the whole thing is kind of cryptic to me. Well, in simple terms, Joel, really, mining is the process of confirming those transactions and then adding them to that public ledger. Right. But but they're also when they're mining, like right now, you know, you said there's 16 million bitcoins in circulation and the total is going to be 21. So these miners are actually using their computer processing power to dig up the additional five million bitcoins that are going to enter circulation. Mm hmm. So let's let's tackle that more in depth in the future. Uh, but mm-hmm. I think that's a, a really good basic understanding of it. Yep, yep. So that's it, really. The process of confirming those transactions, adding them to a public ledger, and then allow it's it's open source, so anyone can confirm those transactions. You just have to set have to set up a miner and blah blah blah. But you don't have to even worry about that to be a part of of cryptocurrency and investing in it and and utilizing it and buying it and whatever. You don't have to worry about that mining aspect at all. And in fact, I think that's one of the biggest hindrances for people 
And it was really for me because I was like, how do I do it? I don't even know if I'm doing it right. How do I know I have any? What's going on on here, right? This is weird, uh, especially in the early days. And um, and so knowing that you don't have to deal with that at all, that doesn't have, you know, you can just buy some Bitcoin and sit on it or use it to do stuff, you know. And, uh, yeah, you can have freedom to, to play around. You don't need to understand that. So with the the limited understanding that we have i think we actually sound a, a little knowledgeable i'm sure if you know somebody who's been in this for years is listening they're probably shaking their head and smacking their forehead and going oh my gosh these guys but you know what we're we're going to figure this out together and we talked about uh, we entertained the notion of tying a game into the show, which, by the way, we're intending, uh, you know, this is the first episode, and, and I think we're intending on doing a weekly um, episode, maybe not at a regularly scheduled time or, certain, say, day of the week, but on average, a weekly episode. And, and we talked about playing a little bit of a game where we would each start with a um, uh, $1,000 and that we would go to the drawing board or the crypto boards, as it were, and decide where we were each going to invest that $1,000 um, for that week. And then check back at the end of the week for the next episode to see, you know, how has our investment paid off. Um, now, I am a long-term investor. In other words, for all intents and purposes, I'm not a trader. I don't believe you are as well. Um, there's some people that play the stock market and and gold um, and you know currency and oil and they they buy low, they sell high, they try to mark the in and out points, and they're getting in and out of the market. Um, we that's not our approach, right? Not our approach. No, it's just a matter of of learning about this and you know playing around, experimenting. You know, because that's one of the things with, with you being a, a futurist and, you know, I'm a marketing technologist by trade, right? I also wrote a book on, on a book called Digital Sense, which coincidentally has nothing to do with cryptocurrency. It's not C-E-N-T-S, it's S-E-N-S-E. But um, so it's interesting. You wrote a book, you wrote a book of AdSense, yeah. <laughs> right? So you've that's been right. you've, you've been in the game a long time. So this is and eventually this is, we're going to write a book that these guys have no sense. Right. Like, what, what the hell are these guys thinking? Um, Sense.com. <laughs> so uh, Joel.com. But, yeah, so it's, it's, it's really fascinating to watch this grow. And so we're, we're keeping an eye on which, which um, you know, new uh, you know, those initial coin offerings as those are taking place. We're keeping an eye on those. You know, and we're starting to reach out to really interesting people within the community and, uh, you know, connecting with people who are doing really excellent stuff within blockchain and within various different cryptocurrencies to, to learn from them. And so in future episodes, we'll actually have people on to, to talk with you guys as well as we become, you know, more knowledgeable in the space. And, and uh, it's going to be fun. So what do, you, what do you think about the game? Shall we do our research this week and then in the next episode, we each bring $1,000, uh, our Monopoly money? to the table and we kind of, it's like a friendly competition. We each decide where we're putting that. Um, and then a week later we check to see the gains and, and losses, uh, in part, you know, we talked about maybe selling it each week, but since that's actually not our style, I'm thinking maybe we just track that investment and for variety, perhaps move it around some, mm -hmm. but maybe not make it mandatory that we sell it each week. Right. You know, and that's interesting because I know that during the course of this past dip, 
one of the ones that I'd been looking at quite a while was Stratus. And so I invested pretty heavily within Stratus. And last time I, it, it got down to like 286, I think is when I bought it. And I'm noticing now it's at 449. So that's a pretty substantial bump over the course of, you know, that's almost doubling that money. Pretty close, not quite, but pretty dang close. So that was the one that I that I had been looking at, and there's a couple other ones as well. We'll start talking about some of these, and you know, hopefully, even bring people on from who are working with these various different coins and get their perspective on it, and and what do some of them do? Because that's where I think the trick is: is that a lot of these different cryptocurrencies that are using blockchain are are solving some sort of problem in a unique way by you know opening up this transparency and in using the blockchain. Some of them are what's called shit coins. And so you don't want to invest in those. <laughs> yeah, think of them as like penny stocks, right? Pink sheets. There are there are just like in uh, any investment opportunity, really bad opportunities that aren't really opportunities at all. And so uh, that's why doing your own due diligence is important in looking at the companies. What problem are they solving? You know, why are they tying crypto into it? And, you know, what does the team look like? Are the people behind the business, do they know what they're doing? Do they have the potential to to turn this into something? Because when you buy cryptocurrency, you're really investing in, uh, for most of the ICOs, the company, the brand, uh, the product or service that's being offered so that the you know that's why they're raising the money in the first place absolutely yeah and there's a lot of pumping and dumping going on i mean if you're just watching youtube videos depending on the people who you're talking to or you're watching you know sometimes they have monetary you know skin in the game where they want these to go big and so some of these youtube bitcoin people or 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 crypto people are talking about certain coins and they're going oh my god i just bought this today it was going you should get it blah blah blah." and then and then it goes up and then they get out and then it tanks for everyone else so you really got to pay attention we're going to go ahead and get a website up and running really quickly so hopefully by the time this goes live i know exactly what we're going to do now to get it running trev so well uh, it's going to be a badcryptopodcast.com you'll find the show notes for this episode and uh Please, uh, whether you're uh, listening on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher or wherever fine podcasts are brought to you, please subscribe, uh, review the program, and if you like what you're hearing and you want to hear more, share it. Tell others about it because that's how the word spreads um, on podcasts. Again, it's badcryptopodcast.com. If you want to email us, badcryptopodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Twitter and Facebook, which are currently pretty much blank you know, pages with no followers. So you can be like a founding uh, member of the Bad Crypto Podcast. It's at Bad Crypto on both the Twitters and the Facebooks. Uh, anything else you want to say this week, Trev? You know, I think it's, you know, thanks for tuning in. You know, this is the very beginning uh, of it all. And, you know, if you think about how many people are actually, you know, fully understand cryptocurrency at this point, it's it's really the people who are very technical. Most of the podcasts out there are very technical. And a lot of people, their eyes gloss over when they're hearing this. And so we're not in this particular space super technical yet. And so we're going to be learning and growing as you're tuning in and listening. And hopefully each episode, we're going to be providing you really, you know, really valuable insights and start helping you, you know, dissect and deconstruct this whole new space. Right. And, and what I find is interesting is that if, if, if more 
solutions revolved around the blockchain, there's going to be more trust in these technologies, right? Because this really disrupts these industries in a way that gives radical transparency. And so you're going to start seeing blockchain being utilized in government. Uh, there's already some, there's already like Estonia is already using some, some interesting blockchain technology. Potentially voting, right? Instead of going to voting booths and blaming countries for hacking things, we're actually going to be able to verify everyone's votes down the road. And so this technology is revolutionary. It's not just about the currency. The currency is just sort of a byproduct of that. And we'll get into that more as we, we start uh, diving in. To, to each new episode and as this space evolves there's going to be weeks where there's going to be massive highs and all-time highs and amazing you know passion and there's going to be times where there's dips and you know and things you know, doom and gloom but that's the nature of the ride this is a roller coaster mr joel com and we are here to help demystify the world of bitcoin litecoin altcoins icos this is for you cryptocurrency newbies newbies we're learning as we go and so as you join us on this journey, we hope that it's informative, we hope it's engaging, we know it's a little irreverent, and it's all wrapped up in chewy blockchain goodness. So look forward to hearing from you guys. Be sure to reach out to us, and we'll catch you next time on the Bad Crypto Podcast. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto, LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.